When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Alan Lazard, six-foot-five frame. Needing every bit of it. Oh, Hartman's still going. Inside the 10, and he is in for the touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinnen Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And I'm really happy to welcome back one of my favorite guests, writes for NFL.com, doing draft stuff, and all throughout the years, just general NFL, one of my favorite people to talk to, and the president, unofficially, of the Dale Murphy fan club, Mr. Eric Edholm. (laughs) Eric, welcome back to the show, sir. Yeah, my 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 Murphy fandom has has taken on a life of its own. You're about the fifth or sixth person I've 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 been on with in the last I don't know three months who said, "Hey, what's with the Dale Murphy thing?" Or they already know about it. So I appreciate it very much. I'm doing well. We're we're closing in on this draft thing. It's uh it's a good time, man. I looked this up just for you, by the way, Eric. You know, Dale Murphy yeah. had twice as many career home runs as Kirby Puckett. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I doesn't have the average, you know, but I would say they were they were certainly comparable as as fielders, you know, both good base runners. Obviously, you know, Twins had a little more success uh, in terms of winning uh, championships and, and getting to the playoffs for that matter. But yeah, I I, I kind of half heartedly give my my Murphy spiel these days. But yeah, I I think Jim Rice is sort of the big one too, and and certainly Harold Baines. Those are two comps that I'm sitting there now. Rice obviously had a longer career and a little bit more oomph in the in in some departments, but Harold Baines, come on, man, I love Harold Baines, but he was not a better baseball player than Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy will forever be one of the best baseball players to not be 
in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this follows me around. I'm a University of Missouri graduate. We've never been to a national championship in football. We've never been to a Final Four in basketball. So, you know, Murphy, this thing. I always have that almost but not quite kind of experience in my, <laughs> in my sports life. Well, at least you've got a guy who is a University of Missouri grad who wound up becoming a defensive rookie of the year in the NFL in 1988. And that, of course, is our old friend Eric McMillan. So you've got that. Yeah. Hey, I tell you what, there's been a few pretty good ones. Justin Smith over the years, you know, I mean, you think back to those guys and uh, Otis Smith won a, a Super Bowl in that and that a little later than that. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's not the most glorious football history of all time, but we've had a few good ones. Well, let's see if there are any players that are going to be in this draft that might be the next Justin Smith. Talk about some of these positions and some of the gossip you've heard, because I remember last year you heard some interesting things about Kayvon Thibodeau. And for Jets fans, that ended up being pertinent because the Jets weren't interested, which is what you had been hearing. So let's start with the gossip part of this. Any players yeah. in particular, any teams in particular you've been hearing strong whispers about so far? Now, you know, it's it's mostly been prospect driven. I think it's mostly been, you know, obviously there's there's kind of the the talk recently about Bryce Young being the the favorite in Carolina. I haven't been able to pin any of that stuff down. It, it, they've been pretty tight lipped at least the people that I've reached out to. So there is still a a young Stroud thing at one two. There's no guarantee that the Texans take a quarterback at two. That's been kind of the the interesting gossip too. They possibly could prefer a. Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson or something. So, you know, that obviously has a trickle down effect. Uh, Jalen Carter has been a lot of the, you know, the big talk has been about him and just kind of what, what his future holds. I'd keep an eye on Philly at 10. I think if, if he does start to fall a little bit, because, you know, picking Carter probably requires ownership sign off at this point, you know, given the fact that he was yanked out of the combine there was a, a criminal investigation going on uh, in a case that resulted in the death of of a, a teammate and also a, a Georgia recruiting staffer. <clears throat> I think it's it's caused teams to kind of go and dig a little bit farther into his past, who he is as a teammate. You know the on field concerns, which are mostly motor related. You know, does he does he crank it up every single time? No, but you're also looking at potentially the best. You know, pound for pound regardless of position talent in the draft. So there's obviously a lot of a lot of work being done right now on Carter and the decision is going to come down to which GM and which franchise feels secure enough to to pull that trigger and and who better at this point than than Howie Roseman in Philly. They have you know, it's job security, they're a Super Bowl contender, there are multiple Georgia players on that roster. You know, so that makes sense to me at least. Uh I don't know if that's the way it's going to go. He could be off the board by then, but yeah, it's it's been an interesting mismatch this year and a couple injured players who are, you know, kind of still answering questions about their health like Dalton Kincaid and things like that. So I guess you don't think that it was a mistake for Carter to not meet with teams outside the top 10 because it sounds like he won't get past the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just my speculation. I don't want to make it seem like I've, you know, divined that this is going to happen or anything like that, but I it, it's a risk by Drew Rosenhaus to do that. I mean, there's there's no question that you're you're limiting your pool in an f in an in an attempt to portray confidence about your landing spot. Well, that doesn't necessarily convince a team that they have to pick him, right? I mean, you're 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 still possibly cutting short your 
your reach. And we've seen how many times on draft day a team outside the top 10 trades into the top 10 to get a targeted player. Now, usually that's a quarterback, but it can be a, a, a game wrecker up front. Who wouldn't, you know, knowing what we know now, who wouldn't have traded up for Warren Sapp, you know, 25 years ago or Aaron Donald 10 years ago, whatever. I mean, you you take players who can impact games, obviously. So, you know, and that's not to suggest that Aaron Donald had character issues coming out. I'm just saying, right? I mean, Warren Sapp most definitely did, and that's why he fell to where, what, 13th or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, that's just the debate right now is that are his issues so big that that we can't take him, I think is the question that every team picking in the top half of the of the first round is is at least posing themselves right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. We think there's a chance that four, maybe even five quarterbacks go in the first round. There's talk now of Hendon Hooker. That would certainly help the Jets out if there were a bunch of quarterbacks that went up ahead of them, drive some players down to them. Any buzz about that? Yeah, I mean, I think the the possibility of four going prior to the Jets pick is is there. I would probably set it at three and a half just to you know be safe because you never know that fourth quarterback could linger just a little bit. Um, five in round one, yeah, I've I've heard the same chatter you have, which is that you know enough teams are meeting with Hooker and, and he was he was available at the the combine, he was available at the Senior Bowl, he. He's taken on a lot of meetings. He's he's tried to update people on where his health is at following the ACL injury in November. And, you know, the age is going to work against them. He's a 25-year-old rookie. And knowing that you may not get, uh, you know, you don't know what to get out of him this year, right? So you can't even necessarily count on him as your number two immediately. 
He's got to go earn that role once he's cleared to play, which they believe is going to be the start of training camp. But again, you know, we we don't know that for for certainty. So there's there's a little bit of a, a, a leap of faith there. Plus, there's a suspicion that, boy, he came from an offense where, you know, they had elite receivers and a scheme that dialed up a lot of open looks deep and. To that, I would counter, look at his turnover totals and look at the plays he made outside the numbers, too. Yes, there was a lot of one-read stuff, but I don't think we should we should count it against the guy for playing in a favorable offense, right? I mean, there's, there's, there's only so much penalizing you should be doing for that, which I think is very minimal. If anything, you just try to look at the traits, try to look at the intangibles, you know, he's played a lot of college football. He's made big growth. I guess the question would be, is he going to be much better than he is at this point, a healthy version of Hooker? You know, and and for an older quarterback, does that fifth-year option mean as much? I might argue no, so I think there's a chance he doesn't land in round one, but there are a lot of teams interested in him for sure. Eric, let's talk offensive line, tackle, guard, center, all positions the Jets could use. Now, center and tackle certainly more so than guard, but there's always ways to shuffle the line around. They need offensive line help more than anything. Talk a little bit about who the Jets might be looking at at number 13 and then even beyond <coughs> that because we've heard some buzz about round two, round four, yeah. even later on. Yeah, well, let's go in reverse order. Let's start with center because I'm not sure there are more than maybe four potential starting centers and I and I I kind of use that number loosely because that may not include a player like Steve Avila from TCU who is both a center and a guard in college now most people seem to be projecting him to to guard he could play center Cody Mauk from NDSU uh, would probably fall in that same category never played center other than maybe taking snaps and practice and then training you know at the senior bowl a little bit and stuff but you could project him there. You could say, you know, he has the skill set to be a quality center, I think, once he reps enough. So, you know, there are a couple guys like that. But, you know, after you get past the John Michael Schmitz, Joe Tipman, that duo, and then maybe the the second duo would be Luke Whipler from Ohio State. Um, and depending on who you ask, either Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas or – Olawole Watimi from Michigan, perhaps, although I think he's a little on the small side and a little bit limited athletically, but but still, those are you know those are the four or five guys who potentially could be starters, and you know there's always the chance that one or two below that get that, but I think that's the 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 thirty thousand foot view of that position. Now both those guys are probably round two players. I mean, if I had to guess, Mike John Michael Schmitz and Tippman. Could they sneak in around one for the right team? Sure. But I think more likely you see them go off the board in the early parts of round two, the other guys a little later. And that affects what you do, you know, at 13. I mean, that that definitely factors in. I mean, are you willing to go back-to-back offensive line picks? Some teams are, and I would imagine Joe Douglas falls into that category as somebody who's not going to gonna close down that possibility. But you, you have to go in knowing that that's – that's something you're comfortable with. And I think they would be. So at 13, they it's possible that they have their pick of the litter. It's also possible that two tackles could be off the board at that point. There are a few landmines, you know, Vegas at seven, if they don't go QB Chicago at nine, if there's not a defensive player, they love, um, you know, I mean, 
Certainly Tennessee would be an option, I would think. So there are a few teams ahead of them and maybe, you know, one or two more that I'm not even considering. But um, the, the, the big, I would say three, maybe four names you could include in the first round mix would probably be uh, Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State, Peter Skoronsky, Northwestern, Broderick Jones from Georgia, young player ascending, you know, 21 years old, just starting to, to scratch his potential versus two guys who are a little bit more experienced. And then the, the fourth one would probably be Darnell Wright from Tennessee. You know, he, he could, would he go 13th? Mm, I don't know, but, but I think there's a, a real good chance he goes somewhere a little later in round one. And, and, you know, that's how the jets have to think about it is, there may not be that guy to come back to in round two that we feel darn good about. It would have to be a, it might be a, dr- a drop down if they decide to wait at that position. Eric, is there a sense that Skronsky might be a guard in the NFL because of his arm length? Depending on the team you ask. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously look at a guy like, uh, like Ali Vera Tucker for that matter. You know, he was a player who played tackle in college and I think, it was branded on him early on that his best home would be in the, in the uh, inside in the NFL. And, you know, he's a good football player. So it's not a knock. It's just trying to limit some of that player's weaknesses. And yes, there are teams who say, you know, 32 and a half inch arms, I'm putting them on the inside, but there are other teams that I think are willing to play him at tackle. I don't think he's as naturally gifted and athletic as Rayshon Slater, the guy he replaced, but he's a darn good football player. He's got bloodlines. His, his grandfather was a Packers legend. You know, he's a, he's an extremely clean and efficient player. He's got a little more grit and a little more power than you might realize at first. But he's a good technician, too. And I, I wouldn't hesitate to try him at left tackle. You know, some teams like the Bengals, Jonah Williams, others who've tried those less long offensive tackles have had, had a little regret, I would say. You know, some of them, you know, Isaiah Wynn in New England certainly is a guy that shorter, you know, not as as long as you typically see at that position. So it can work, but there isn't this like massive track record these this generation. So, you know, you got to be sure he's the guy. And and for some teams, he might be. Eric, let's talk about the pass catchers in this draft. The one that I really, really like is Jackson Smith, the jig. But if he's there at 13, I know the Jets really need offensive line. But to me, you win in the NFL by getting superstar players and he has superstar potential. I could see him being another Cooper Cup. I think his downside is somebody like Amron St. Brown if he stays healthy, of course. Talk to me a little bit about the receivers, the tight ends. What could the Jets do at 13, but also obviously past 13? Who could they potentially get to help the offense? I'm with you on on Smith and Jigba. He's my number one receiver in this class. And, and and you know, not every NFL team feels that way. But I, I, I agree with what you just said. He could be that. You know, we talk about Cooper Cup. I mean, that's a that's a great example of a player who doesn't have elite speed, but has elite quickness route running ability, natural separation skills, yards up to the catch ability. It's all there in that package. I kind of compared him to Julian Edelman, but yes, that's, that's, that I think both, both guys you mentioned, Amon Ross St. Brown being the other are are excellent comps for, for what he, how he's going to win in the NFL. So I don't, I don't worry about the lack of long speed. He ran fine to my, in my opinion, and his short area quickness is top of the line. So that's, you know, it's just a, 
you know, be kind, rewind. You got to look back at old tape to, to see what he did because he didn't play much last year. And so that, that may be a hesitation for some people. But, yeah, I overall, he's not your typical number one receiver in a class, but I think he, you know, has a, a great body of work. Uh, there's a lot of number twos in this class. I don't know there's some, there's a lot of true – like I view Quentin uh, Johnson from TCU as a – a great compliment as opposed to a true number one. Same with, you know, even Zay Flowers. If he's going to get there, it might take a couple years. He's a slot guy. There's a lot of guys in that 5'8 to 5'11 range, sub 200 pounds, probably project to the slot. You know, Jordan Addison, Tyler Scott, Marvin Mims. You know, we mentioned Flowers. We've got uh, Josh Downs. Jalen Hyatt's a speed guy, but you know, needs to add some other tricks. It's a it's a good class of receivers, but it's not a great one, in my opinion. Um, tight end, though, could be one of the, the deeper groups in recent memory. And, you know, there's obviously a little bit of suspicion with that position and because it's a slower developing group, usually, typically, not always. But um, and then you have the questions about Kincaid's health, right? He goes into this this workout he's planning and hasn't been able to work out at the combine, hasn't had a pro day. You know, did play through the injury, the back injury in the last game of the year, gutted through it, had four catches, played well. But, you know, still there's there's that worry. Luke Musgrave has been banged up from Oregon State. I mean, you're you're betting on traits. Uh, Darnell Washington hasn't had elite production. You're betting on traits there, too, in some respects. And, you know, some older guys like Luke Schoonmaker. I mean, it's a good group, but it's not a perfect group. I don't think this is going to be a you know, multiple Hall of Fame tight end class or anything. But Michael Mayer, to me, just so solid across the board. You know, pro's pro, going to be that Jason Witten type who just, you know, plays for a decade and, you know, might even get his number retired one day. I don't know that he'll be a, a superstar, but he'll be, a you know, like Heath Miller in, in Pittsburgh, just kind of that beloved decade-long contributor who who makes a football team better, even if he's not special in any one regard. Let's talk a little bit about the defensive side of the ball now, Eric, and two positions the Jets desperately need, safety and linebacker. Very thin at both. They may not be using a pick early on, but it's possible somebody like Brian Branch, who could they maybe get at 13, even though I don't think it's super likely they go that route, and who could they potentially get after that, second round, fourth round? Yeah, I think at 13, I will say that if there's a – I mean, Brian Branch, I think, fits the Joe Douglas mold. 13 is probably too early for me. He's a great football player. He really is. He's just not athletically blessed to the point where you're, you know, you're drooling over him. He's not a Kyle Hamilton who went in that that same region last year. Like, that's not the player he is. He's style-wise and how they used him, very similar to how, you know, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and Landon Collins, kind of that star position. You could be a nickel. You could be a, a, a box safety. You could be a deep safety. They kind of move you around and match you up depending on what the offense shows. And super smart, always prepared. You know, again, it's probably going to lose some some speed battles and a size battle here and there, but hyper competitive. I'd love him in the second round if you could get him. I mean, I don't know. His landing spot's going to be tricky, so that makes a lot of sense for them. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the safety class is kind of a middling group overall, if that, I don't know, it might be one of the, one of the leaner positions in general. I just sort of look at it and shrug a, a little bit. Jair Brown didn't work out great. 
you know, Jartavius Martin's in the same category as, as Branch. He's sort of a what position do you play him at guy. Jordan Battle, mixed reports on him. JL Skinner, mixed reports. I mean, just, yeah, it's it's a tough group to love, but there are some players who I think deserve a little merit. Linebackers sort of the same way. There's a little more talent, but, you know, I mean, unless you're in love with a guy like Drew Sanders or Jack Campbell who, you know, have a little coverage or pass rush juice to them and you have a role in mind, you know, that may be more of a day three position if I had to just guess. So that's that's kind of what you're looking at. It's just a beauty of the eye of the beholder at, at linebacker. There's some some players, but they've got to be maybe scheme-specific or role-specific for you. Edge rusher and defensive tackle. The Jets did make a signing, Quentin Jefferson, and there's talk they may grab Al Woods, but it's possible they may need some sort of run-stuffing defensive tackle here in this draft. It's a position they haven't filled yet. An edge rusher. As I always joke, you will never hear this phrase, Eric. We have too many edge rushers on our team. Too many <laughs> right. guys that can get to too the many, quarterback. Plenty of edge rushers, plenty of corners. We're fine at those positions. If a GM ever says that, you, you probably fire them the next day, right? Yeah, I think on the inside, you know, there's the Carter debate, which we talked about. You know, Kalijah Kansi is not your run stopper. He's more of your gap shooter guy. Brian Brzee, I think, is is sort of a hybrid. I wouldn't necessarily put him in that latter category. But, you know, two guys who do, well, three maybe for that matter, who who do fit that role. Siaki Ika from Baylor, big space eater inside. You know, there's some, there's some hilarious bull rushing reps of him just you know, bulldozing a guy back into the backfield. But, you know, he's he's a hold your ground kind of guy. He's a post uh, up in the middle. Just, you know, take up two gaps and 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 take out the inside run game. Mozzie Smith, I don't quite put him in that category because he made a lot of plays from the B gap. That's when he made his splash plays typically, but he can also play that role. And then the other one I would mention that has some Jets appeal for sure, I would think, is Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. I, I watched him prior to the Senior Bowl, but... I was surprised being as close as I was to the one-on-one drills, how quick he was. I knew he was a feisty player. I knew he was a great run defender coming in. I thought that was going to be his superpower. But watching him in the one-on-one drills, I mean, he had a real aggressive mentality. He was quick. He was stressing those guards and centers and, and even the tackles when they went up against each other with a, a good first step, some tenacity. I mean, it just sort of surprised me. They were They were about... 12 players down there that really kind of were a little different than what I imagined coming in and, and he would have qualified. So, you know, after that, it's a little leaner. It's not a great year for tackles, maybe not quite as much of a dearth at, at safety or linebacker, but um, you know, some interesting pieces like Carl Brooks from Bowling Green, Zach Pickens from South Carolina, Jacqueline Roy, and, and a few others. Cornerback and quarterback, the two backs. Let's talk about them. Actually, let's throw running back in here, too, because we didn't discuss that. The Jets did draft Brees Hall last year, but Brees Hall coming back from an injury. Michael Carter, very disappointing last year. Bam Knight had a couple of nice games and then sort of fell off. So it's possible the Jets could grab somebody late in the draft. And we do know this is a really good running back class. Quarterback, I don't expect the Jets to grab anybody early. Maybe somebody late, maybe even somebody who doesn't get drafted and the Jets take a look at as an undrafted free agent. And cornerback, another position where on paper they don't have a huge need. They've got Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Michael Carter II. 
but as we just joked, can never have enough guys that can cover receivers. So right. we'll talk a little bit about cornerback, running back, and quarterback because those are the three positions we haven't touched on yet. You're right about running back. I think it's a it's going to be a very plentiful day three at that position. Like they they deserve to be some early picks. I think Bijan and Shamir Gibbs and and maybe even you know Zach Charbonnet, Zach Evans, a few others deserve to go relatively early they're good football players um i like eric gray a lot tajay spears had a really nice senior bowl and a, and a strong finish to his year um devin a chain obviously gives you speed if you want a little fuel injection into your car he's your guy you know two guys with similar builds who kind of fit that first second down role is the abanacanda from pitt uh, Kendra miller from tcu i think you know both guys in that kind of 511 215 not quite Damian Harris, but you know, like you're 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 your trucker, you know, you're your meat and potatoes guy who can also, you know, break off a big play every now and then. And then day three, there's some smaller guys, some some third down possibilities. Chase Brown, Kenny McIntosh. You still have some first and second down guys like like Roshan Johnson, Tank Bigsby, and I mean, he might go earlier, but hard to know. Mo Ibrahim from uh, Minnesota, great story coming back from the Achilles injury, and Chris Rodriguez. So yeah, there's plenty of depth at 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 running back and all different types too. At corner, it's it's a really deep group, and I think this is a position where you know, and uh, it, you know, you could probably flourish, find success, and all three days of the draft. I which is a little rare at that spot. You know, a player like Garrett Williams, you know, might have been in the first, second round conversation had he had he not been hurt. You know, now he gets kind of pushed down. Eli Ricks is another talented corner who's getting some first round love at, you know, maybe a year ago. Hey, this is a player go to Alabama and really thrive. He's a forgotten man. You know, Tyreek Stevenson from Miami gets forgotten. That's because we have Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon, Joey Porter, and DJ Turner running a great 40. And um, you know, Manuel Forbes with, I don't know, 700 pick sixes in college or whatever he had. So Deontay Banks working out like a demon. It's a good group. Uh, and so, you know, maybe a Keely Ringo slips, maybe a Cam Smith slips. There are sleepers like Terrell Smith from Minnesota. Uh, you know, Jay Ward from LSU. There's a few of them. Corey Trice from Purdue, kind of a big rocked up kid who can, who could play. So Riley Moss. I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot of I don't remember the last year we had quite the depth at that position, even if there's maybe not that one truly elite guy. Um, and then QB. Yeah. I mean, you know, this, this is probably, you know, there might be as much appeal to taking a day three guy as there is a day one. I mean, yeah. Stroud, young Richardson, Levis, all those guys, Hooker could, could work out, but you know, it's, it's also possible that you find something with a, uh, a Clayton tune or a Jake Hayner or, you know, I'm not the biggest Aiden O'Connell fan, but you know, I, I see why he's in that mix. Stetson Bennett. Look, I, you know, say what you will about the guy, but he's got some physical skills and he's got some guts. I mean, there's something there, even if he's an older prospect and, and, and a flawed one, but Dorian Thompson Robinson, I, I like, I like some of the day three options. I think one or two of them may end up working out as pretty good football players. Eric, anything else you think's worth mentioning that we haven't touched on yet regarding the draft? Anything you've been hearing? Any of the players? Well, you mentioned Edge earlier, and I didn't really give you much of a breakdown there. It's also a good group there, and I mean that that if the right players there at, at thirteen, maybe that's an option. Even if, like you said, they've kind of stocked up and 
you know, done done pretty good job of of refilling the the, the depth chart a little bit. But uh, there's a couple guys that I think are getting undersold, and in, in BJ Ojolari from LSU, and uh, you know Felix Felix Anadike Uzama from K State. It's a mouthful, but he's a heck of a football player. Who uh, Derek Hall from Auburn. I mean, I, I just feel like there's some of those guys are going to be better than you know, maybe a Miles Murphy or a Nolan Smith or or a Keon White or somebody like that. So there's there's a lot to to like it. Corner, edge, tackles got some pretty good options. Some of the needs that the Jets have do line up with the strengths of the drafts. Others, like you mentioned, the secondary or tertiary needs may not match up quite as well. Eric Edholm, who of course is one of the best out there, writes for NFL.com about the NFL draft and the NFL in general. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. Really appreciate it. Hope you'll come back after the draft so we can talk about what the Jets actually did and give them a little bit of a review. In the meantime, (laughs) for everybody that wants to check out your work and maybe talk to you a little bit about Dale Murphy on social media, how can we do that? (laughs) Yeah, hit me up at uh, Dale Murphy three. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Eric with a C <laughs> underscore Ed Holm E D H O L M on Twitter and uh, NFL.com. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll have my top hundred list out. Uh, it's very soon here. I've got a mock draft I think coming up after that. A few other pieces to look at the uh, how the teams have shifted in the in the off season with movement and yeah, got a lot planned before uh, April 27th. Make sure you follow Eric on Twitter. Check out everything he's doing over at NFL.com and check out everything we've got going at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has some awesome All-22 breakdowns. Some of the prospects you heard Eric and I talk about today, plus Nicole Hardman and Alan Lazard, the Jets' two newest wide receivers. So watch our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Frank Michael Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com, that's tepublic.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes, if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing, doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out, so if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful, and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go, that's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.